Hey folks, this is Tim Dunn from 15 Minutes with Lincoln. I just wanted to prep you a little bit for this episode. Uh, I didn't have my regular equipment for this episode, uh, so I just had to use my iPhone, and because of that, the audio quality sounds a little bit iPhone-y. So my apologies, we'll be back next week uh, with our regular setup, uh, and thanks for listening. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to 15 Minutes with Lincoln. I am one of your two hosts, Timothy Robert Dunn, a common man in Chicago. And a councilman in Atlanta who voted to defund the police had his car stolen this week. Who, like, who are you? Just say, you got to say who you are now. No, I'm, I'm, okay, fine, fine. Why? Why did he have his car stolen? Well, I think listeners need to stick around for the whole episode, and then I'll do the punchline at the end of the episode. That was Abraham Lincoln. He was um, one of our great presidents. Uh, This is called, and an up-and-coming comedy writer. This is a political podcast featuring the perspectives of myself, uh, Modern Millennial, and those of Abe, one of our great presidents. Um, Abe, how was your week? Another great week. It's you a, gotta stop telling. You gotta stop telling jokes in the intro. It's really throwing me off. I feel like it's really throwing this show off. Timothy, every week you list this podcast on the internet and you tag it as a comedy, and to from what get I, to get listeners. Okay, I'm trying to get uh, uh, Joe Rogan listeners or Comtown listeners. You know, like just comedy people. Well, I don't know if anyone can match the gravitas of Joe Rogan, but. Certainly, that hasn't stopped most of America from trying with their own podcast. Nonetheless, I think if we're going to do comedy, every comedy show starts with some jokes from the host up top. And I think we really, I really think it would go better if you and I just got into the jokes right away. We wrote a few jokes about the news, and you give the setup. And you, you, give wrote, you wrote, you wrote a few jokes about the news. I didn't write a few jokes about the news. Well, but you could. You write, you do comedy packets all the time. Yeah, I tell you what, to, Abe, just to, like, exercise this demon, next show, let's just throw out a bunch of topical jokes. Or let's do the whole next episode, just full topical jokes, okay? Okay, the next episode <laughs> will be nothing but jokes about the news <laughs> from that day. Oh, my God. I, that seems like a lot of, if, filling 15 minutes, though, that's a lot of topical jokes. But hey, we'll, I, we'll, yeah. I'm conditioned for it because I have to write a joke for the monologue every time I need to use the restroom at the show. In my day, we didn't have restrooms. Like I mentioned last week, we had outhouses or we just went to the woods. Outhouses, I didn't always care for as much. You know, they could be, they just felt a little cramped. They could be hot. They could be untidy. And then, you know, of course, Henry and Thomas could be there because there was some snake venom. The um, guys so, from last week's episode, yeah, the yeah, the two gentlemen, yeah. Just, you just hated having to like walk in on them, yeah. So, anyway, uh, but nowadays you all have running water, and yep. incredible facilities that have been built upon that. So yeah, um, and plus it seems like it's socially undesirable to relieve oneself outside these days. And also just to have like a hole where you're. Um, 
where just a whole bunch of poop and pee is, it's just gross to be out in that shack. Especially, you're right, if it's hot, that would be disgusting. Um, how are things over at the Huckabee Show nowadays? Are things getting back to normal? Things have never been anything but splendid at the Huckabee Show. We're all really lucky you to have our to, jobs. You tried to start a union and uh, you got kidnapped by Mike Huckabee and his children. I look at it differently. In a moment of weakness, I made a few requests to possibly alter our working conditions. And then when presented with new evidence, that evidence being that actually things are good as they are, I quickly recanted and realized how grateful I am to the Huckabee show and the Huckabee political dynasty, that is. I mean, do you think there's a family in American politics that's been as successful as the Huckabees? I struggle to come up with one. I mean... Sarah Huckabee is about to be governor. And, you know, honestly, everyone's her whole life has just, I'm sure, just fallen over themselves to, you know, uh, get get in her line of sight. I suppose the Adams, uh, you know, the Adamses come to mind, the Clinton. Well, yeah, the Clintons, the Bushes, um, the Kennedys. But you're right. Yeah. No, not not too bad with the Huckabees. Yeah, the Huckabees are absolutely just selflessly giving oh, back. The Roosevelts, also the Roosevelts. Oh, sure, yeah. Um, guests of the pod, uh, Teddy Roosevelt. Um, <laughs> right. We've also had uh, John F. Kennedy on the podcast as well. Yeah, I think he just um, kind of talked about ladies that he, uh, uh, you know, had relations with, if I'm remembering correctly. He gave us advice. He, he did, and, you know, really showed that he, he he can't really be put on the same level of seriousness as Mike Huckabee. So, or any of his, his offspring. So it's just absolutely yeah. a privilege, even though I held high, a high office in my day, to be part of their sphere is just incredible. Well, uh, I'm glad things are going okay. This week on Huckabee, you had Yale Eckstein, Mark Ludwig, uh, Jack Phillips, Ryan Bangert, and the frontman Abe. Uh, again, one of those weeks when you don't really have an A guest, unless I'm just not familiar with any of those conservative-leaning guests. I did want to point out, you know, you regularly say it's not a political show, Um but I'm just looking at your list of clips that say monologues, and the titles for them are Mike Huckabee Slams the Progressive Movement's Ideology. Uh, one's called Biden is Completely Falling Apart. Uh, one is The FBI Has uh, Been Utterly Disgraced by This. It just feels like there is like a – there is an angle. Well, certainly we have a point of view, and Huckabee has always been an outspoken voice for the people, and that's what makes him – so excellent as he uses his platform to speak truth to power he's really one of the one of the common men despite having such extraordinary status himself and just being a person of high regard did you how many views do each of those have do they show they 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 don't list on your uh website let me check the huckabee youtube page great more examples of conservatives being censored they don't even show the views well, but that's a, something that Trinity Broadcasting would control, just or whoever runs your website. Well, I know. Um, okay, Huckabee tells me who controls all these things. He always makes a face that rubs his fingers together. Uh huh. 
please don't. Um, okay, so here's one. Four hours ago, uh, you have a clip called The Best Solution to Building a Mexico Border Wall. Um, and it had, four hours ago, 8.3 thousand views. You know, seems good. That seems like a good number for four hours. 2,000, a couple hundred views per hour. And when you click yeah, on I it, mean, you'll hear all about Obviously, that's that's going to keep going down. You know, you kind of get a bump when you first come out. But, uh, yeah, you know, you know, 8,000 people. Abe, you should be proud. Well, I mean, that's nothing compared to our, our weekly viewership. I mean, it's it's just we get so many people who watch the show. Uh, it, it's just incredible. And I just uh, the Huckabees are actually really cool. They're just really great people. This week, the um, Huckabee, two of his sons, they went and they heard that one of the animal shelters was having a problem with people returning dogs because of the pandemic. I don't like where this is going. So they they took all the dogs out of the shelter and they put them in the back parking lot, uh, which has got some great um, scope lines from the roof. And they're okay. just out there and they took one of the signs from the shelter and they cross yeah. out the no. So instead of saying a no kill zone, it says a kill zone. They just are really doing a, a lot of important work. That's okay. two of Huckabee's sons. Okay. Let's uh, let's pivot to the topic this week because I just want to get as far away from that anecdote as possible. Um, Abe, uh, you wanted to talk this week about the origin of, well, what, what could be the origin of the coronavirus um, this was a theory for a long time, uh, and that theory is that the coronavirus that we experienced, COVID-19, um, the origin of it was in a lab in Wuhan. Uh, the virus, the virus escaped from that lab and spread across the earth. Um, for a long time... Now that sounds was- like a pretty cool trailer to a movie, <laughs> but unfortunately it just led to like a lot of Liberal overreach and people sitting at home binging Netflix and chilling on their vape pens and losing sight of the hardworking Americans who built this country, you know, the the truck drivers and the um, the uh, phone sex hotline workers and uh, the Wait, people what? who, yeah, the people who work it, on the phone sex hotlines. And it the feels like who, phone sex hotline people would have done fine during COVID. Seems like it'd be a great time for them. It seems like it, but they probably weren't allowed to go into their office where they do the phone sex hotline work from. No, but they can do OnlyFans with me. I'm on there doing improv. They can do their like, you know, gross sex stuff or whatever. I'm, you know, they have a platform now. Okay, so yeah, I guess. Uh, okay, well then, anyway, and um, and I just when I when I said gross sex stuff, I don't want to shame anyone for what they do to make money. You know, I I do. Uh, improv and adults only 18 plus improv on OnlyFans, and i you know i consider it art so you don't need to apologize timothy we don't have anyone who would listen to this podcast who'd be easily offended like all those other folks out there you know we have we have uh hard scrabble listeners here abe i again i just want to say i don't want this to be like a crossfire show i'm a progressive generally speaking i'm i voted for joe biden like i know that you kind of took on this point of view when you started writing for huckabee i'm a huckabee that's what i am i'm a huckabee (laughs) well you're not a huckabee you're you're his staff writer he should pay you more oh he doesn't need to pay me anything i'm really lucky to be there and oh god i'm just learning a lot now about how um 
yeah, how to be Huckabee. It's just really great. Okay, just- the lab, the lab. Let's get back. Let's. Um, for a long time, uh, people have theorized that this could have been an origin for the virus, um, but we didn't have any proof. Um, Joe Biden has now ordered some of the intelligence agencies to look into it. Um, for the price tag I, of another two trillion, I'm sure. <laughs> Jesus um abe is this do you think of this theory as wishful thinking do you think there's something to this um who like do you feel like this is a way for conservatives conservatives to just keep going after china what are your thoughts i think it's actually china coming after conservatives because they know conservatives aren't going to stand back and watch china replace america's position as the superpower of the world that China, you know, wants to bully everybody around, and that's what America is for. America will be the police of the world, not China, thank you. And you can keep trying to hurt America and, and hurt uh, President Trump as much as you want with these viruses, but we're going to get hip to that jive real quick. We won't ever back down, and uh, America is and always shall be the greatest place on Earth. And then the applause sign will come on, and then Huckabee gets a big laugh. <laughs> Wait, that gets a laugh? Why wouldn't it just... That was just applause, an applause line. Well, we only have a laugh side, actually. And he, but he... Oh. But, but there's really... When you work on a comedy show that does political comedy, there's actually not a big difference between laughs and uh, applause. Right. We're trying right. to... We call them kind of interchangeably, laughs and claps and laps and applause. Yeah. And, uh, the sign just says, you know, um, applause, and that's what people know. Oh, that's like we just told a joke or we just said something important. Sorry, I, I just am so – I don't sleep much at the show. I, I don't have a lot of time. And so I just sometimes yeah. go in and out of like I can't turn it off. I can't turn off the pitching of the jokes, Timothy. And I'm really grateful right. for this opportunity. You kind of got distracted there. So we were talking about the lab theory. Um, right, the lab theory. Yeah. Yeah, so, man. Uh, what – I, I, I got to be honest with you. I haven't read a lot about this outside of commentary from people. Conservatives seem to really say like, no, this is it, it definitely came from a lab in China. And progressives, it seemed like want to say want to not point fingers for whatever reason. I feel like when Donald Trump was in charge, people on my side of the aisle primarily wanted to not blame China because they wanted to blame Donald Trump. It was an election year. I'm not saying it's right, but I, I think that was the thinking. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. On the one hand, like if it was an accident, then it could have happened here for all we know. Like, I don't think America's experimenting with viruses. America, if anything, we're probably working on good viruses that like give people superpowers, you know, so that they can like see through walls or, you know, communicate with fish like, that's the kind of thing that I think we'd be, oh, escape from a lab. Like, oh, no, did you hear there's a huge epidemic of people being able to shoot lightning out of their eyeballs? Well, I wonder who that where that started. Then, they, you, so then, I, you, yeah. then you check the label, you flip it over, and it says, made in the USA. And then applause, laugh sign comes on, and people say. Applause, laugh sign comes on. I uh, haven't heard about oops, that. America I've, I've just heard, made oh. the world better again. That's all that happened. Timothy, I think you're about to get canceled for your really hot take there about how people tried to politicize the coronavirus, quote, your side of the aisle, and also people trying to exploit it for partisan gain, including weaponizing science. Another reason why science is just something that the Huckabee Show completely 
shies away from. I think I think both sides politicize the coronavirus. I think if I think when progressives say that like, oh, it wouldn't have been as bad if um, we had a democratic president. Um, in some ways, but in some ways not. Like I I just feel like we should have all come together and unified and worked together more and not thought about politics at all. All if it had happened the year after a president had just been inaugurated, we might have been better. But I just there's no way to see anything nowadays through anything other than a partisan lens. Well, that's why the Huckabee Show strives to just be the shining light, whereas so many things are partisan. We try to bring people together. I'm going to read another uh, video title, uh, How Trump Can Demolish Biden Next Election. election. Yeah, that Um, brings America together because then people will put aside their differences and just get behind Trump, and that's how we unify this country. You know what? This one's got me. This dating app may have come up with Biden's next program. It makes me want to click on it. Did you work on that one? Uh, no, this I didn't. Da- that this was actually- dating app may have come up with Biden's next program. Okay, so here's the thing. Yeah. we actually that act, So that was originally written by somebody else of the staff, uh, the woman, okay. as Huckabee calls her. She's the woman of the writing staff. And, yeah, that's rough. Yeah. Um, it is rough because, you know— um, speaking of bathroom situations, she has the worst one because Huckabee decided it didn't make sense to have a full-on woman's bathroom for just like the one writer. Even though there's sometimes other women uh, around at the show, though Trinity sure. Broadcasting is pretty anti, you know, they're they're pretty much just traditional family values. They want to make sure women are at home with the children and stuff. So we don't have a lot of women on set. So we have a mop bucket in a no in a closet that's uh, no. designated for her. Um, and, uh, and she's okay with this setup. Well, she's not great. Uh, she she she's uh, she's she's a she's a really great team player, but she could do a better job. She clearly makes a face when she has to go in there, like, "Oh, this is great." Yeah. And it's like, just right. stop complaining. If one thing Huckabee he doesn't deserve is complaining. America has too much complaining. We should all be really grateful. We live in the greatest show, the greatest country, and we work live in the, the greatest, greatest show. <laughs> the greatest show on earth, Timothy. <laughs> so anyway, she wrote this. Pro- she wrote this uh, segment. And it was actually yeah. about um, you know how possibly dating apps are encouraging hookup culture and undermining again stable relationships and probably contributing to like a declining birth rate, which is really bad because we need more babies in Sunday schools immediately. And um, she well, wrote or just, up- or just babies. Yeah, but Sunday schools are so empty, and we need more kids to learn about how Jesus revolted against the tax man. But that's a separate issue. I feel like religion, like Christianity needs to offer people something more nowadays if they want. And this is a whole different topic. <laughs> something uh, more than eternal life seated <laughs> beside the Almighty, eternal feast. No, I, of the I lamb. mean like acceptance or, I don't know, hope, evolution. Ugh, that's it. To what Christianity is about, Timothy. <laughs> that last part there. We're not allowed to say that word on the sh- on the show. That's reserved yeah. for a special swear. She wrote it about, you know, um, hookup culture. But then she had the script up, and Huckabee, uh, he's just such a powerful performer. He decided to kind of improvise and went off script a little bit. And so yeah. you have to click to see what happens. But he eventually. I'm not going to do that, but. Okay. So he doesn't. He probably only says like probably like the first couple words, 
And then he yeah. starts complaining about like how it's unfair Biden is president because, you know, before um, when Trump was president, his daughter got to work at the White House and now she doesn't get to work there, but she's going to go and, right. and do other stuff. And yeah, so, it seems like she's going to be governor, though, so that's not a bad Yeah, so move. anyway, it ended up being like a nice, pretty solid 23 minutes of him just kind of having a conversation with the audience. So I recommend everyone check that out. Okay, so Lab Leak, um, did you want to say anything about this? I think, I, I think we covered it, Timothy. It was a, it was we did? Plot, it was a plot from the beginning to hurt America and specifically hurt conservatives because conservatives are America. And it's a problem that people are going to have to get woke about if you know what I'm saying. Uh, I guess it's just like um sorry I yawned there. That w- I don't want that to be um I don't want you to take that as me being bored with your answer or anything like that. That was just a sleep thing. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It seems like people are, are have, as we talked about partisanship just a moment ago, people have already jumped onto sides with this. And I feel like it should just be one of these things where we find out the facts, uh, and then decide at that point you, you but you, it seems like we can't wait for facts anymore. Absolutely. We should all wait and see what happens and we should all be rooting for the lab leak theory because that'll make everything <laughs> make more sense. That it, ha- it couldn't have just been a natural occurrence and bad timing. It's one of those things that happened. It actually was a, cons- you know, a, a, right. a conspired effort to undermine things. And it'll help reaffirm our worldview that everyone's out to get us and that we need to stand strong and help us, you know, continue to build the greatest drones that civilization's ever seen. I guess this is what I don't understand. What I'm seeing right now with conservatism in China, maybe you can shed some light on me as someone in the Huckabee's writer room, in Huckabee's writer room. Um, it just feels like we're once again searching for like a big enemy um, to rally our country around. And I just feel like, I, I can't speak for all of my generation, but I'm just, I see through it and I find it so patronizing and um, I don't know, it's just such an old playbook, and I feel like it's something you do when you want to avoid examining yourself. And and Abe, I'll leave you with the last word. Counts- this is a new thing I'm going to do. This is a new thing I'm going to do on the show. I'm going to go, Abe, I'll leave you with the last word. I like it. Will you set me up one more time? Yeah. And I just feel like, um, you know, being against China is something you do when you don't want to examine yourself. Abe? I'll give you the last word. The councilman could not be reached for comment, however, because he also voted to defund microphones. Not bad. I think I remember the setup, so... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Honestly, I bet that's going to be just an absolute home run for the Huckabee audience. Truly. Yeah, because we'll put the applause laugh side up. Knock it out of the park. You're going to get those waves of laughter. And then, like, Huckabee can kind of yuck it up, like, <laughs> can you believe it? And then you'll get another one. Oh, man, that'll carry you out to commercial. That's great. Well, folks, I think that's going to do it for us here at 15 Minutes with Lincoln. As always, uh, email us at 15 Minutes with Lincoln. That's numerical 15 Minutes with Lincoln at gmail.com. And rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Abe, any last thoughts? 
No, I'm not going to have last thoughts and the final word, Timothy. <laughs> how do you, yeah, how do you top that? I mean, you just, ugh, it's like a... In comedy, we call that a hat sand. on a hat, Timothy. <laughs> All right, folks, uh, we'll see you next time on 15 Minutes with Lincoln.